This is Foxhole Podcast number 16. I am Joe DeLisi, and this is week two, I think, or three of our wonderful quarantine. Um, and uh, I, I want to title this, uh, this podcast um, that this is a moment that will define you. And these are just kind of some random thoughts I had through my head as I was running the other morning uh, outside. Um, a lot of you guys know me. I love to run. I don't actually like to run outside, though. <laughs> um, I mean, it depends. Sometimes in the summertime, if it's early in the morning, I do um, like dark when it's really dark outside and, and warm and humid. I like that. But I'm not otherwise, I'm not really a fan of running outside. I don't I don't like to run outside. Um I don't know why. I've just gotten used to treadmills and, and I like treadmills. And uh, anyway, so I was forced to run outside for obvious reasons because, of course, we can't do anything around people anymore. We can't congregate with them. We can't meet them face to face. We can't go to a gym. We can't go to a Starbucks. We can't really do much of anything. And on my run, I was thinking um, about how much I hated running in the morning outside. And, uh, and how easy it would be just to, just to not work out every day, not to wake up at the same time, you know, and, and not to continue life, um, and to use as an excuse to take it easy or to wake up later. <clears throat> and, um, it took me back to October of 2016. I had my, uh, I had Achilles surgery, uh, and it was, it was a significant one. They, they had to essentially take the Achilles off the bone peel it apart, pull bone fragments out of it, uh, and then screw it back onto my heel with four screws that are still in there. It was a fairly significant surgery. And, um, you know, you couldn't put any weight on it, obviously, uh, for weeks. and I mean, months, I wasn't able to do much of anything. But one thing I remember I did um, just by nature or by instinct was I decided that I was still going to wake up at 4.30 or 5 o'clock every morning um, not because I could go running or I could go work out really, but I could do what I could do. And the doctors had given me these, these little, you know, like toe exercises, literally with your, just to try to get a little bit of movement in that heel or that ankle. Um, and so I would wake up and I would use my crutches or a scooter to like go into the little workout area, uh, at four thirty in the morning. And I would sit on a stool and I would do these exercises that took me all of maybe 10 minutes, 12 minutes, something like that. And then I was done. Um, then I would go and I'd make my coffee. I would just do the same thing that I'd always done. And I, I think I just intuitively knew that, you know, I knew that the Achilles thing wasn't going to last forever. Um, and I needed to, I needed to maintain the standard that I had set for myself for years. Um, and, and where did that standard come from? And that's what I want to talk about. So in, in, um, in 2011, I went through a big divorce and, uh, things changed for me then. And I remember there was a moment in time, uh, where I was, I was literally sitting on my bed and I was thinking about my life up until that point. I was 36 at that time, uh, my life up until that point and what my life would look like beyond that point. And I just knew, I just knew I had a choice to make. I could continue to be, I mean, let's face it, fairly average, you know, until that point, I was in okay shape. I did okay with my nutrition. I did okay in business. You know, on the outside looking in, everything looked okay. <laughs> um, but I wasn't really, I wasn't really growing and and really excelling in any area. I just, I was just okay. And I knew that 
I could use, uh, again, this was sort of an instinct thing back then. I could use this time to change everything, like turn on a dime. Um, and people try to do that. You know, they'll, they'll say like, they'll, they'll use January 1st or they'll just wake up one day and say, well, from here on out, I'm going to operate this way. And I think one of the reasons why they don't hold it, there's a lot of reasons why they don't hold to that. But one of the reasons why they don't hold to that is that their support group or the people around them roll their eyes and just like, yeah, okay, whatever. But what I figured is that, yeah, but when you go through something bad, like a divorce or the death of a very close family member, or you go to war, um, or like a very serious physical trauma or illness, anything that is like life altering, you can turn on a dime. There's an obvious reason or ability or, or no reason that you can say, well, because of X happening, I'm going to now operate differently. And I think people would look at that and be like, well, that makes sense, right? Something big happened. Um, and, and that happened with me in 2011. And I, I changed everything, everything, the way that I interacted with God, the way that I purposefully gathered certain people around me and got rid of other people. Um, the way that I treated my body um, in physical training and nutrition, the way that I operated with clients in my financial practice uh, business. I'm sorry, I hate that word practice. It's so dumb. Um, everything changed and it changed on a dime. Uh, literally how I dressed, you know, I mean, I changed everything in my life and, um, and it radically changed the trajectory of my life. And I'm on my run outside the other morning. And again, I didn't want to go. But I, I really had no choice because like <laughs> I'd already I'd already made that massive change and now it's just who I am. And while yeah, it would be easy to use an Achilles surgery or a coronavirus shutdown um, as a reason not to wake up early because where do I have to go anyway? Or as a reason not to work out. Um, instead, I couldn't do that. It wasn't an option because of how I've chosen to live my life. And so the message I have for some of you today is you can use this moment as the moment that defines you. If you have struggled making radical changes that need to happen in your life, now's the time to do it. Now's the time to do it. Use this opportunity, this crisis, as an opportunity to turn yourself around. Because, there, I mean, you literally get to redefine or further cement the definition of who you are during this time period. While everyone else is complaining and everyone else is fearful and everyone else is bitching and everyone else is, you know, just honestly using this as an excuse in a lot of areas of their lives, do the opposite. Use this as the reason. And a couple of things that I've, I've noticed about myself, it may not, you know, pertain to everybody. I do, I do think this pertains to a lot of people in sort of my inner circle, so to speak. And the idea here is that, or the, the, um, I guess the mental image or, or whatever is that I think it's better to be Rocky than the guy who's always winning. You know, Rocky, um, the, the character Rocky in the movies, um, the, the, he, he wasn't naturally gifted. You know, he just worked harder. Um, he was the underdog always. And that resonates with me. It doesn't mean it needs to resonate with everybody. I just, I, I get that. I've always been better, um, as I've mentioned before, I've always been better at trying to get to something than to than when I actually do get there. So I'm, I'm always better at chasing an income level that I haven't achieved. I was always better at trying to win the starting job in hockey or baseball. Um, I was always better chasing something. I was always better being the underdog because it makes you fight. 
when you hit something and you get comfortable, most of us, I mean, I'll speak for myself, we relax. And I just don't do as well with that. So this is like the ultimate rocky moment right now. We're on our backs. You know, I mean, especially professionally, a lot of you are in the world of financial advising, you can't go meet face to face with people. You got to figure something else out. You can use this as an excuse to not produce, sit around, not do much, right? And surely there's the excuse there. It's right there. And nobody, very few people would actually call you out on it. Um, And so that's why I think it's better to have the feeling of Rocky, right? So almost as if you look at this and be like, well, of course this is happening. Good. Let's go. Like, I'm glad. I'm glad I can't, I can't go to work. I'm glad I can't meet people, meet people face to face. I'm glad I got to figure something else out. Um, so that's a way, again, this sounds kind of sick, but back when I was going through something, a divorce where I didn't have any control over it, I, I basically eventually just got to the point where I was like, good, I'm glad this is happening. I can take it, bring it on. I can handle this. Nobody else could possibly handle this but me. And that was, that was the, the resilience that I had to create for myself. And this is an opportunity for you guys to do the same thing. I really believe that. Um, And, and, you know, here's I I speak a lot about purpose. Purpose is one of those things um, that I think people struggle with who who I coach. They they can't. It's slippery. You know, it's hard to define purpose. It's hard to define meaning. It's hard to define what you're about. Um, And people try to come up with phrases and, you know, mission statements and that kind of stuff. I just don't think it works. But right now. Let's just take easy examples of this. Right now, if you don't have a purpose well-defined, I don't think you're ever going to. I mean, if you can't figure out the reason or the purpose that you're going to go out and run or do 100 burpees or 1,000 or whatever it is that you're doing to stay in physical shape, if right now you can't figure out the purpose around that, then you're never going to figure it out. You're never going to figure it out. I saw a quote the other day. It said, the sword by itself can't get the job done. And I don't know what that means, but here's what I think it means. It means that you can have a weapon, you can have a sword, you can have a machine gun, you can have a a pistol, you can have all those things. But if you're not physically capable of actually deploying the weapon, the weapon's useless. You have to be physically capable. If you're not physically capable of, of moving your body and being healthy in an environment right now where health is at a premium, if you can't do that now, you'll never do it. Use this as your excuse, as your opportunity. Use it now. This is the reason. This is your purpose. Oh, I have to get up early and run or do a bunch of mountain climbers and pull-ups and push-ups and dip. I have to do it. Why? Not because I'm trying to lose weight, because I have to be healthy. I have a family to look after. I have a family to defend, maybe. I mean, all joking aside, look, if you guys are serious with yourselves, a lot of you might still be here, but some of you were there a couple days ago, for sure, if not a week ago, where you were worried. Where am I going to get my food? What happens when I go to Walmart and there's nothing there? You know, what happens if somebody comes to my house and tries to take what we have? These thoughts went through people's heads. And if they, if they didn't, then you're, you're gone. <laughs> you're, you're beyond help. You have to be capable. So just take that one area of, of physical, physical training and nutrition. And if you don't have a purpose as to why you would stop drinking so damn much, Folks, most of you people drink too damn much. That's I've, one of the number one things I've seen in coaching people is the amount of alcohol people consume is sick. It's ridiculous. There's no reason for it except for self except self medication. Um, Lord knows I get it. I mean, I've done it with food before. 
Um, I understand it, but it's got to stop. And if you don't have the purpose to reduce your intake of alcohol and reduce the amount of food that you're eating and increase the amount of exercise you're getting, if you don't have the purpose around that right now, you're, you never will. If you don't have purpose built in as to why you need to produce more income and save more money and to build a better balance sheet for your family, if you can't figure out the purpose, then you never will. Use this as an as an opportunity to get where you need to go. The other thing is from a team's perspective. You know, we talk about about teammates, um, your your group, the people around you. You got to have your team huddled now around you, or you never will. You know, you need to, you need serious people around you. You need you need people who you can confide in and to celebrate victories with right now, and to commiserate losses with right now. You need those people. And, you know, for me, it's my wife, Jamie, of course, but it's people outside that too. It's people in my business. It's close friends that I've had for years. We're interacting over text message and and video chat and FaceTime. Bring those people close to you. You can't do this on your own. You need a team, but you got to be careful about who's on your team. It can't be non-serious people. I don't don't know if that's the right phrase, non-serious, unserious, um, People who, are, who have a lack of seriousness, the one, and he, here's who those people are right now. Those are the people on Facebook who are making light of this entire situation. Now, I'm not saying anything about the virus itself. I think it's a serious situation, okay? But these people are out there basically saying, oh, this is no big deal, and they make fun of everything, and they're, they're you know, showing off about how basically this is one big vacation to them, or they get super political, all that kind of crap. Those are not serious people. Serious people don't give opinions about something that they're not expert in. And I don't know many people who are experts in infectious disease, okay? Not many. You need serious, well-thought-out people around you. Not people who are going to feed into hysteria. That's who you need right now. So this is the last point I'll make. This is kind of a quick podcast today. The theme here... I really believe is if you if you don't if you can't come out of this situation as someone who can be seen as a leader I think you'll have missed a major opportunity major opportunity in your family for your kids for extended family for your clients your employees and your friends I think you'll have missed a major major opportunity to remake yourself or further define yourself because in times like this are where people look for and notice those who are serious not that we can't make joke look gallows humor is my thing (laughs) i mean you almost have to have a sense of humor about what the hell is going on right now but outside of that this is the time take yourself seriously get yourself in shape get your ass out of bed in the morning early Why? Because that's what winners do. I don't know many people who get out of bed at 8, 9 o'clock who I would define as a winner. I just don't. Redefine yourself. Use this as the reason to change the things that you know have needed to be changed. Maybe it's just the relationship with your spouse. I'll tell you, if you're not tight with your spouse right now, when you're quarantined at home, you got some serious problems coming down the road. Deal with them now. Deal with them now. That's uh, that's about all I've got today. Uh, Just some thoughts I had, again, while I was running the other morning when I didn't want to. 
Um, but man, oh man, we're all going to go through this. We're forced to. And I don't know how it's going to how it's going to end. I don't. I don't know the impact this virus is going to have on humanity. Nobody really does. It could be a nothing burger. <laughs> it could be a. It could be. It could wipe out half the human population. I really don't know. I can't control that. What I can control is what I do and how my family operates. And you have the same opportunity. Grab it. Take control over it.